We are here reviewing Picard Season 3, Episode 2. What did you guys think of this episode, and would you recommend the, watching this series? Let's start with Alan. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's a very concise very concise answer uh no this this was a great episode i loved everything about it i would highly recommend watching it and uh yeah now that we put this one together with last week's i'm i'm very happy with with the way this is starting out i have a few issues but but uh overall i really had a good time yeah i would agree i was surprised i i thought that it was much better than i expected and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna divorce myself from all the Rafi stuff. Although that even that wasn't that bad this this episode. Um, but I I kind of really enjoyed it. I was surprised, but I I I think I had lowered expectations and uh, everything about it kind of clicked. I and like Alan, I had a couple of nitpicks, but it's it's definitely worth watching. Uh, today I'm dressed like the Kool Aid Man because you guys are definitely drinking the Kool Aid. And I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm not on board with the show at all. The only reason this this show is worth watching is only because it's the only next generation, new next generation left to watch. And so I'm forced to watch it. But other than that, I would totally steer clear. Oh my, you're starting to sound like Namir. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, have we switched roles here? Maybe I should give you the NASA hat and the, I should take the purple sweater. But I, I'm surprised. I thought this would kind of resonate with the, the things about Star Trek that you that you like. Well, I don't find it. It's like Star Trek. I mean, even if it wasn't Star Trek, it was just like a normal TV show. It would just be a bad TV show. And then it's Star Trek. And then it's just bad Star Trek. And the, what makes it bad Star Trek for me is that the, none of the characters are behaving or talking the way that they, that you know, that I grew to, to know and love them. So... So it always feels very disjointed to hear them talk, you know, like something like Riker saying something like, if there's one thing I don't like is being on my back foot, you know, like that's just like some generic like action movie, you know, dialogue. And, 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 and Riker never really talked like that. So why is he talking like that now? And the same thing with Picard and same thing with everybody. And then, and the Raffi stuff was so bad that it was the first time that I watched new original Star Trek, and I fast-forwarded through scenes because it was just so, so grating. I couldn't, oh I couldn't stand the the Raffi stuff. But anyways, yeah, it's it's totally like this is a new side of Lucas that I don't remember seeing before. Lucas has always been like the optimist. Yeah, I d I don't like this. I think we've we've ruined him. <laughs> you should, you know what you should do. You should shave off like all the hair on your cheeks. And then you just have a, a goatee, like you're from the the, the mirror dimension. Or, or I can be like evil Riker as well. Yeah, that's that's true. I don't know. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I think I've kind of finally eased into New Trek a little bit where I'm I'm starting to not push against it. Like I'm starting to not be like, this isn't the Trek that I remember, right? Because it's not, this is like, oh, this is like a brand new thing, right? It's not Star Trek, really. It's it's Star Trek and Star Wars combined, right? And so once you kind of let go, it's a lot easier to accept the way that they, they do things in the show. 
And so that's kind of what I've done. Like I've, I've really lowered my expectations a little bit and I'm, as a result, I'm enjoying it much more. Some of the things that are annoying, I still really dislike. Don't get me wrong, but, but I'm, I'm more able to enjoy the things that um, are just kind of cool, right? Like, like Riker and Picard doing their thing. There's a couple of really great twists and, you know, I, I like Captain Shaw and I'm okay with the story and I like the villain. So I, I'm okay with it. I, I think it's okay. You know, it's, it's better than season one or two. What, you know, what are you going to say? Right. Do you agree, Alan? Do you think it's better than season one and two? Absolutely. So tell me what, tell, tell, tell me more about what you liked about it. It was just, it was, it was exciting. I, I was, uh, it, it was like it reminded me again of episode two from last season where you just there's all this great tension and excitement and you're on the edge of your seat and you just want to you don't want it to end and then of course now we gotta wait till next week but <laughs> which i i feel like we're we're getting into wrath of Khan territory now like they're gonna have the the battle in the nebula and the, the hide and seek um that then again, well, I mean, getting back to my my big problem is, and I said this last week, is that I was gonna groan and eye roll if this ended up being Picard and Beverly's love child. And that's what they're going with, apparently. I still don't buy into it. I think it's it's not his kid. I'm I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some sort of. I'm still convinced there's a nemesis connection here where it's going to be like a Picard clone or a Jack Crusher clone or something, a Romulan, like a Shinzon type thing. Well, Laura and I were doing the math and wasn't Beverly too old? Wasn't she like 60, you know, like 20 years ago? It's the 24th, 24th, 25th century. I'm like, who's to say women can't have babies later in life? At 100. Okay, don't don't be an ageist. But the the one thing I did like was how they did the reveal that that quiet just look between Picard and Beverly. I was like that it was done well, but I I still hate the fact that they're going like the the Carol Marcus David Marcus, you know Captain Kirk. You know what that look was? That look was like remember that one time we had sex and it was so bad we never did it again. Well, I had a baby. <laughs> I think that everything is happening is is a uh, is a holodeck program. None of it is real. It's just gonna he's, he's it's it's gonna he's gonna wake up. It's gonna be, it was all a dream. Then I'm I'm gonna cancel my subscription to Crave, and then never watch another episode of Star Trek again. That's that's like that's this oh God. But you, you you did see the trailer. You saw that Moriarty is in this. Is, is in yeah, episode. but that doesn't mean that the whole thing is a holodeck simulation. Moriarty's like in the real world basically now. Yeah, but that was the shtick that the, both times Moriarty showed up, it was it was all about what's reality. Well, especially the last time. And so I I wouldn't put it past him to like lure Picard into a simulation to teach him some sort of lesson. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Why? Why did you do that? What, what do you guys think about um, Amanda Plummer as the villain? I think she did a really good job. I kind of felt like she 
she was an interesting character, right? Like, like she, she was having this, like, she was almost like the Joker, right? Like she, she had this weird glee to, to everything that she was doing, um, which was kind of neat. I don't remember really seeing that in Star Trek before. Like she was, she was really good. Like as soon as she came on, like I, things kind of clicked for me. I was like, oh, she's like a worthy, a worthy adversary. You could tell they were just relishing this role and just chewing the scenery and and having such a good time, and and the, you know it was it was very fun to watch watch uh, her do her thing. Yeah, I think she's really good. I agree with you guys, and she's like a, like a long line of of um, great actors playing like villains, and 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 even like great villains in maybe not so great movies. Okay, so you agree that that she was great in the episode? Yes, I do. So therefore, part of the episode was pretty good. Uh, yeah, the parts where she was talking, not what she was saying or anything like that, but just when she was talking, that I was enjoying that that one minute of the episode. Yeah. What did you guys think of the uh, the battle scene? Oh uh, yeah, I really I really love that. I was like, I, <laughs> I love when when the Titan comes in and just breaks the tractor beam, and then and then when they they do the when they use the tractor beam to throw Beverly's ship at at the Titan. Oh, that was so good! And then I was like, and then like LaForge is there. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like we were was like, what just happened? I'm like, we were hit by a starship, <laughs> or or no, they, they threw a starship at us. That's what. She, yeah that yeah that i agree that was great i loved when the titan when the titan came in and just was like just like put the sasha section yeah just like boom and came in and and blocked the the tractor beam that that was fantastic you know shaw is great because he's always just like like that that old like adult that's just sick of everybody and it's just like, oh, fine, you know, okay, all right, yeah, let's go to the zoo, fine, <laughs> you know, okay, let's just, fine, let's do it. He's like the only adult on on a ship full of like five hundred kids. I I love Shaw. I was like, he's he's like the the breakout new character in this uh, in this season. I hope he sticks around. I feel like he's gonna die. Yeah, I know. I think so too. Well, I feel like long term, probably in the heads of the producers, is that Seven is going to be Captain. They'll make a spin off. It'll be Captain Seven. She'll have her own ship. That's what I'm expecting to happen after Picard ends. But in order for that to happen, Shaw has to die. <laughs> Shaw is likable. Like for some reason, he's just he's like curmudgeonly, and you're and you. I kind of relate. I kind of relate to him because I'm like, all these people are breaking the rules. Yeah, everything he says makes sense. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like it's like P- P- Picard and Riker just kind of being being uh, you know irresponsible. So Shaw feels to me like what Riker and Picard were in the original series, right? Because they 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 become these other like character. They become Kirks, right? They're all Kirk, right? But but in the original series, they weren't that. They were like. They were military personnel that had procedures and operations that they followed so that they could do their job, right? But 
and that's Shaw, but they're they're not that anymore. And and I like that about those characters originally. So it's it's kind of refreshing, right? Because you don't really see that a lot. Everybody's a cowboy, right? So if everybody's a cowboy, it's not really that interesting. Uh, well, yeah. What do we think about Jack Crusher? I do enjoy that character. I I, I like. I like that actor. I, you know, he's got a, a, you know, that charming rogue kind of Han Solo thing going on. But, uh, um, so he's fun. But yeah, I, I was, I'm still hoping that's not Picard's son for real. And the fact, not only is it, would that be too close to, to Ratha Khan, it's also technically already been done with bloodlines in um next generation season seven when when you know damon bach wanted to get revenge on picard and then he shows oh you have a son you never knew now i'm going to kill him to get revenge on you and it ends up not being his son i i i I think that actor is really good and i think he plays the role well i think all the actors are just limited by the writing basically they're all good actors and so this um, but it's, you know, the, the, my problem with the show in general is that they are all playing tired beats just over again. And there's nothing really fresh and new about any of it, you know, and um, just like what Alan said, like, oh, long lost child. OK, we've done that in the world many, many times, but we've done it in Star Trek and we've done like the clone in Star Trek of the Picard clone in Star Trek. We've done the fake son in Star Trek before. So, so all those plot lines have all been done before. And sure, you can repeat plot lines, but you really need to like bring something interesting and new again. And none of the dialogue is interesting. None of the characters are particularly interesting. I just thought this was pretty well written. I was enjoying the dialogue in this one. Okay, let's do our let's do our ratings. You know, I think I'm going to give it a six. You know, and it, it's I like the episode, and that sounds low, but I but I think that it's just kind of the same as the last episode where I liked I really liked half of it, um, and the the Rafi stuff I really uh, just really drives me nuts. So uh, I'm going to give this a six out of ten. And I'm anticipating that that's going to go up for the next episode and the the episode um, after that because I, I feel like it's it's probably going to get um, better. I you know I hope I think it will. I think it's going to get better. I'll give this one. I feel like I, it's an eight out of ten. I, I had a really good time. I was like, there's a few things again, like I've already mentioned, that kind of. Uh, but overall, I like the space battle stuff. I like the villain. I continue to like Shaw. Uh, I like. I still like the Riker Picard banter. Jack Crusher was was a fun new character. So, you know, all in all, I had a good time watching this one. I'm looking forward to seeing more. So I'm going to give this one eight out of ten. My rating is going to be a four out of ten because I did not enjoy That's myself. Very low. That's very low. That's too low. <laughs> you don't get don't don't rate my rating. Don't rate my rating. I, I give your rating a three. Oh, and lastly, what kind of idiot puts up transport inhibitors 
and then forgets about them two minutes later when they're trying to beam off the ship. <laughs>